Proverbs 8, verse 11. It says, For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I wisdom dwell with prudence, and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the proud mouth do I hate. In Proverbs chapter 16, Verse 19 it says, Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handle of a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart, heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increase of learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it. But the instruction of fools is false. The heart of the wise teaches of his mouth and that of learning to his lips. So you do see that prudence is mentioned right along with wisdom. So they are intertwined somewhat, but there is a distinction or a further definition of prudence. Prudence is wisdom, but it's a more specific aspect of wisdom. And um, that's to be cautious, circumspect, practically wise, careful of the consequences of enterprises, measures, or actions, cautious not to act when the end is of doubtful utility or probably impractical, practical, practical. And, and it is as in Webster's 1828, and it gives a couple of Bible verses to us when Proverbs 14 is this man looketh well to his goal. Proverbs 22, a prudent man perceiveth the evil and hideth himself. Um, definition 2, dictated or directed by prudence as prudent behavior. For seeing by instinct is the prudent friend. Frugal, economical is a prudent woman. Prudent expenditure of money. Wise, intelligent. And so Prudence is the aspect of wisdom that deals with, implies more of a caution, a reserve, than wisdom by itself. It is exercised more in foreseeing and avoiding evil than in devising and executing that which is good, sometimes called mere caution or circumspection. As the Bible says in Proverbs 22, 3, a prudent man perceiveth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. The simple go on and are punished. And so, 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 a prudent man, though, is going to see, they're going to foresee that there's going to be evil. You know, if someone just runs across the road without looking, you know, there's more likely a chance you might get hit by a car. But a prudent man is going to be looking, checked. You know, my son's been learning drives and driver's education right now, and so mom's getting on to him about being prudent. And so he's saying, oh, no, look, stop! And so, and so he's, he definitely says he likes driving with me that I have a calm 
to put your hands down, avoid temptation when possible. Sometimes temptation just shows up and you just got to be ready and be on guard for it. But if you're able to avoid the temptation, you might just avoid it, perhaps not by it. And we also need to have humility. You know, 1 Corinthians 10, 12 says, Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. You know, there's been those I've seen that were considered giants in the faith, or giants in particular areas of the faith. People that were seen as having the idealistic family. One that other families basically idolized as being as perfect as possible in a sin culture of um, having an idealistic family. And then fall through scandal, multitude of scandals. Then think of these things. Take heed lest you fall. So we don't take heed. And if we become just proud and arrogant, could lead to us falling. Ecclesiastes 10.1 says, This wise us the appointment of the apothecary to send forth a seeking savor, so doth a little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. There could be those that are known for their wisdom, and they make one foolish mistake, and they basically appear to wipe out all the wisdom they had before from one mistake to take away the reputation of someone that has a reputation of wisdom and honor. Bible says in 1 Samuel, a mighty valiant man and a man of war and prudent in matters and a comely person and the Lord is with him. A prudent man is going to think long term and the possible consequences not just of the short term not just of the immediate. Proverbs 14 says, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Then you'll always be good for them, but the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. And immaturity could be rampant among any of us, or we could end up becoming self-centered, foolish, and don't think, think clearly with our actions and then live like everything revolves around us. You know, I understand that, you know, sometimes suicide happens because someone is deep in depression. But that's really being selfish also. There's an aspect of that. And selfish not thinking of all those others that you're going to hurt in that process. Now, prudence is being warned and doing nothing about it. Now, wisdom is also going to work on discerning. Is this just a false flag? Is this a false alarm that's trying to manipulate and control a people? And prudence is going to look into it. What is it? Are we just trying to be, are we just being fooled? Or is there a very likely case of imminent or sometime danger. Think about Harry Truman being warned. And I'm saying how it might explode. 
like, you know what, I'll, I'll die on this mountain if it happens. You never really believe it was going to happen. Of course, made his word. It was not being prudent. Why is a prudent person is going to look at the whole picture of things, think of things now and futuristic? Not to fret and worry about the future, but to plan accordingly. And we're not to live in, in fear. You know, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of um, love and power and of a sound mind. Um, for example, the time to repair the roof is when the sun is shining. Okay? It would be kind of slippery, you know, it's wet up there. And it's something we need to get done this summer so we can get rid of any, any leaves. A man true of his finances is going to strive to save for emergencies and do what he can for retirement. The fool is going to say, the Lord will come before I'm old. And I'm going to work till I die anyways and spend up all his substance for immediate pleasure and have none when he needs it. One prudent about their health is going to consider what they eat and, and exercise. Prevention is better than cure. A prudent man understands biblical principles and will apply them. Understands that we will reap what we sow. Acts 1, Acts 13, 7 says, Which was with the deputy of the country, Sergius Paulus, a prudent man who called for Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear the word of God. Here's called a prudent man, because he wanted to hear what the word of God had to say. That's what a prudent man is going to do. They're going to see you with anything like They're going to be like, hey, what does God's word say? How could I conform to the word of God? Not conform to the world. A prudent man researches knowledge before he makes major decisions. Now, there's sometimes things in life where we maybe are focused on trying to be budget conscious. But there's other times where it may be prudent to spend a little bit more for quality. Some things that's going to endure, something that's going to last longer. And if you've got to work on balancing it all out, research. Proverbs 18.15 says, The heart of the prudent get of knowledge. And the year of the wise seek of knowledge. So my wife thinks I'm a research nerd. I want to research everything I know before we jump in. And she's more like, let's just do it and we'll figure it out on the way. And so you know, like for our vacations, we went to Washington, D.C. before, and I had every 15 minutes planned for the day. Okay? We, we were in detail. It's like, if we need to do this, we got to see this. We don't know if we'll ever make it here again. And so we are just rushing it through. And I'm like, you know, let's not get lunch. Let's just keep going. And yeah, we had lunch planned there. And it just kept on getting behind. And we only got about half done of what I had planned. But yeah, that was a major victory. So I'm surprised we even got that done looking back on it. But at the time, I thought, oh, this is doable. We could do this. So she's like, no, we go high school on a vacation, or we just relax. And so we've tried that. 
there's been times she's like, hey, what are we going to do? It's like, I don't know. I just came this time. I didn't plan anything. And she's like, no, I like you planning some. Just not every minute of the day. Okay? So you got balance. You know, you need balance in life. And a husband and wife, you know, they're able to get balance. And I think my wife said that every time I use this as an illustration, I over $10. And stuff. I think it was how can I do it? I need to lower the bid. Amen. Be prudent. Proverbs 13, 16, every prudent man giveth of knowledge, but a fool lay of open his fault. So we've got a trip coming in September, going to Grand Canyon and the Zion National Park. And so likewise, do a research. Yeah, I want to know what we're going to be doing there. Let's see what's there to do. I want to Go there, come back, and then people go, oh, did you see that? Well, no, I didn't know about it. So I do the research. And so now one of the hikes we're going to do is the second most dangerous hikes in America. And so, so I now just pray I'm prudent while we do it, amen? And I hold on to the chain or something while we go up. Well, there's cliffs all around us, amen? So see, there's a research aspect. My wife is the one that pushes prudence in this aspect. Especially when I got the kids. Um, Luke 8, 14, 28. Go ahead and turn there. Luke chapter 14, verse 28. Jesus said, For which of you, intending you build a tower, Sit him not down first and count up the cost. Whether he have sufficient to finish it. Thus, happily after he have laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, sit him not down first and consult him? Whether he be able of ten thousand and beat him that come up against him with twenty thousand. Or else, while the other is yet great way off, he sent him an ambassador to desire of conditions of peace. It's going to be wise. They're going to count the cost. They're going to be prudent. They're not just going to jump in off a cliff in the water and not check. The depth of the water can be two feet deep. You jump off the cliff into the water, you're going to get severely damaged, maybe paralyzed if not dead. Pretty much in the sea, investigate. Or watch other people do it first. Okay, they live. Okay, might be safe. Okay. Count the cost. You buy a vehicle that you can't afford. Buy a car that you, you could afford, not simply because they could afford the payments. No, a car pay, the car dealer will say, can you afford 175 a month over 10 years? Or, and pay them paying, like, say, a $21,000 for a $5,000 car. Okay? Use prudence. Don't just think, oh, can I afford the payment? But it's worth it. Total value. The prudent man doesn't just believe words flippantly, but they're going to investigate a matter. And if I 
Bible says in Proverbs 14, 15, the simple belief of every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his government. See, the simple, if you believe every word that flatters him, will believe none that warns him. And so they pass on and are punished. So we got to be careful not to believe every word. That's where I was saying earlier about the false flag, the false alarm, being able to discern uh, things. The simple believe every word. But the prudent man looketh well is going. You know, parents always siding with their child children blindly. Say where a teacher talks to the parent and says their child is misbehaving and talks about certain things that need to be worked on. And then the parent just gets upset with the teacher instead of correcting their child. Or trusting in someone that is known to not be trustworthy. They lie time and time again, and you just keep believing them. So you gotta forget. Yeah, you know, you can forgive someone for lying to you, but if they keep doing it over and over, it does not mean you believe or trust them the next time. That's not being prudent. The Bible talks about those that are tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. They're always chasing the latest trend of what's popular in doctrine instead of just sticking with what the Bible says. You also got to be careful with the latest diet fad. You know that sometimes things will take things out that um, would be healthy for you to have. But yet it's also the wisdom and prudence because you know everybody is different. So you know sometimes you get counsel, getting wisdom from others, and doing your research on what your body can take and what's not healthy for your body. And usually, a lot of times, most diets work because you're actually sticking to something when you do. You know, you put something in practice and you're following it for um, ends up for you'll get that momentum. You know, I. I well, my family, what do you guys You know, I was in any candy at all for a month, except for when I'm hiking with the boys, just making some gummy bears, just kind of um, for that blood sugar while doing the long hikes and stuff. But then my father in law got me a donut this morning and just ended up eating it just because God was giving me as a gift. Man, it was just too sweet. My wife said, Oh, it's because you haven't been eating sugar. All of a sudden, things taste way too sweet. I'm like, man, how could anyone even eat this? Way too sweet. I still ate it. I don't know why. I was trying to keep it. The Bible says if someone um, gives something before you on a plate, eat, asking nothing of it. So that's why I had to do it. You're be prudent. What? Prudent man thinks before he speaks. Prudent man doesn't react hastily and show everyone that he's in a bad mood. You, know, you see some that they just have the attitude, you know, I'm in a bad mood and I'm just going to show. This is just who I am. I am going to speak all of my mind. The Bible says a fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covereth. 
wants to say the full letter of all of his mind. So if someone tells you, I'm just going to speak all of my mind, you just think, oh, that person's going to be a fool. No, there's another in all their mind. It's not for everyone to know what you know. Proverbs 12, 23 says, A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaim the foolishness. And there's sometimes some where things are to be concealed. You know, maybe someone confided in something with you about something. Something you could get counsel for. And, and, and you conceal it. You know, it has to be between you and them. Now, again, you need to use wisdom, you need to use discernment. Okay, if someone just confessed and said, you know, if they, they harm a child, you know, that needs to be reported. And so, so, you know, use wisdom here. You know, you don't conceal and cover those kinds of things. You know, I was just listening um, to a preacher on someone else's behalf, and there were some different scandals that were covered up. And he said, <clears throat> his response was, well, that's what pastors do. We cover things up. Nobody wants their sin all exposed to the entire congregation. You know, I did. I, I could get that to a point where, hey, you know, say someone comes to me privately and says, "Hey, Pastor, I'm struggling with this. Could you be my accountability partner? Could you help me with this?" Okay, I'm not going to be at the pulpit the next Sunday and say, "Hey, you know what? Someone so has this struggle." Okay, but saying cover things up in the context. Of a scandal involving children, no, pastors should not be covering that. That needs to be dealt with immediately. Sometimes it's covered up to protect the name of the church. Now, the name of the church will be protected by you reporting it, by you dealing with it, and not by you hiding it and then it leaking out later on. But the Bible says, be sure your sin will find you out. And they will find us out too if we're covering something up that should not be covered up. As I said earlier, full letter of all is mine, but a wise man keep of it in until afterwards. Wait till it's appropriate to speak. You know, sometimes you listen, sometimes you take one before you speak. Proverbs 17, 28 says, Even a fool, when he hold of his peace, is counted wise. He that shut of his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. So you know someone's a fool, but they're quiet. You're not going to know it. Okay. Proverbs 13, 3, He that keep of his mouth, keep of his life. But he that opened of wide his lips shall have Destruction. We often have destruction due to our mouth and our attitude. The Bible says, He that wants to live a good and a long life, let him tame the tongue. Let him be careful with what he speaks. The prudent man understands his limitations and seeks help. The Bible says, He that is despised and have a servant is better than he that honor himself. Understand your limitations. That you understand when you need help in a man. You know, one of the reasons some, some entrepreneurs don't go to the next level is because they keep thinking they want to just do it all by themselves. 
They want to save on the expenses of paying someone else. But then that limits their But then if they hire a servant, that they may be able to take things to the next level. A prudent man is going to be someone that's going to regard reproof. That when they're correct, even if it's done by someone that didn't necessarily have a right attitude, but you respond well at least, give it a hearing. Proverbs 15, 5 says, A fool despise of his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is proof. The wise son is going to listen, going to consider what his father says. He's going to consider the reproof, the rebuke. Parents training their children are not there to hurt them. Teachers, pastors, when they rebuke, they're not supposed to be, at least. They're usually not trying to make the person suffer. But for them to learn, for them to be molded, to grow possibly into a leader. A mature person, a prudent person understands and accepts correction with a gracious and humble spirit. Even if we don't believe it required a reason. You know, there are sometimes those people where they'll just have that's their personality of review. And in one sense, you know what you do, you take out the grain of salt. You know, that's kind of more of a character issue with them. But you know, as one preacher said, you know, treat criticism and praise the same. Okay, chew on it for a little bit, but spit it out. Like bubblegum, chew on it and then spit it out. You know, you don't want to get prideful when someone praises you. How many of y'all always want to deflect it and act like what they're saying is you know, be thankful, be appreciative when someone gives you a compliment. Give glory to the Lord. But when someone gives you criticism as well, don't want it just get you down and down where you're discouraged and you get depressed. Chew on a little bit, think about okay? Is there any bit of truth to it? Is there any aspect of it that may be helpful? And then apply it, and it's good to come out. Chew on it and spit it out. An immature person always rejects rebuke. It says things like, don't you ever talk to me that way. You know, they're going to reap what they sow. They're going to have a miserable life. Proverbs 10, 17 says, He is in the way of life that keep of instruction, but he that refuseth reproof him. Proverbs 6, 23 says, For the commandment is a lamp. You know, God's word is the lamp, the commandment. And the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So accept in your life that there is going to be reproof, but grow from it. Don't get discouraged and don't get bitter because of it. But be prudent. Be someone that finds the facts about something. Consider the consequences. Ponder a plan. Collect counsel and relax and trust God. Don't live your life ready and worry. Pure prudence does not mean you worry about everything. It means you're careful, you're cautious, you're looking for safety, you're, you're, you're wanting to make the wise 
decision to strive to be their Holy Father. Let's pray, Lord, that you help me as a pastor to be prudent. Help me um, to lead with godly leadership. At the appropriate times when to know, to warn, and to caution, and the times that say, yes, let's go forth. And Lord, we pray, Lord, also for the missionaries that we support. We pray that you help give them prudence as they go back to their fields um, to minister. And it may be, seem like a different world now going back to um, where they're going after this whole um, COVID um, issue that's done on for two years. And just pray, Lord, that you give the missionaries able to adjust to whatever is going on in the country to minister to. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that if you would enable us, that we would be able to take on additional missionaries, um, perhaps John and And when Lord, we just pray, Lord, you help us to be prudent as a church with our finances as well. May you also give us the wisdom when to be bold and to just trust you by faith um, as you lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I'm on that, I'll do missionary. Um, if you um, didn't get to fill one out,